0: Hello, I'm Mike. I'm Isabella. This is the Music Radio Creative Podcast, season three. We're already on episode four. Can you believe it, Isabella?
1: I, I can't. And do you know what? I, I just nearly for a second thought you were going to say hello. I'm Mac.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm Mac, and I'm PC. Right, because the uh, the subject we're going to be talking about in this episode is Mac or PC for audio production. I think you're a Mac.
1: I am a Mac. Love,
0: every, everything in our house, Isabella, is Mac. Well, it We've is. Got, and you, you love know, Mac
1: too. You can't say you don't love Mac because you do. You are an Apple boy, uh, Apple fanboy.
0: Yeah, you as know. As one
1: can be. <laughs> I've
0: got to admit it. We, yeah, we got the Apple TV. We've got the iMac. We've got the MacBook Pro, of Apple course. Apple
1: watches. Yeah, iPads. Yeah. and yeah. It's,
0: it's all good. Now, if I could go really purist here, I would say audio production should not be done on Mac or PC. Although Aww. I am going to take the PC side here. I'm going to wave the flag for the PC, and I'll tell you why in a moment. Well, I'll tell you why now, if you like. But first of all, maybe tell us why you like Mac so much.
1: Uh, well, no, hang on, hang on a second, because you just said uh, I don't think it should be neither Mac or PC. What should it be?
0: It should be Linux. Ubuntu. Yeah. <laughs> Open source, because if you think about it, that is the very purest way of working with something, isn't it? In a mm. pure and easy environment. environment. That's
1: so, interesting. Yeah, yeah, and then
0: you've got less crashes, less problems happening. Yeah. Um, but I think I would wave the flag for the PC because, yeah, occasionally, you know, it's not as intuitive as mm. Mac with plugging things in and just working. But actually, I think you can have a whole lot more horsepower with a PC.
1: Mm. So, for instance,
0: if you take a Mac computer, you you pay for the little Apple logo on the front of the monitor, right? That's what you're paying for. And it
1: costs a lot of money. So, it's it like for the same amount of money, I guess you could have, yeah. like, a better quality. Right. I
0: could build yeah. you a really, really good beast of a machine, yeah, that could just handle the most complex audio production mm. processes. You know, we're talking about... Time stretching playing back yeah. time stretch stuff with like five rack effects on it in real time with no problems, no jitter, no delay. Yeah. I could build you something like that for probably around three hundred British pounds, so around five hundred dollars whereas the uh, I think the cheapest iMac is going to cost you around a thousand pounds or one thousand two nine nine one two nine nine Dollars in US or something like that. So You
1: see, I'm, I'm a big fan of Mac. I mean, I, I, I'm probably not the best person to answer that question. But you're
0: paying for the label, Isabella.
1: Well, I am, <laughs> and I will continue doing so. But I'm not yeah. producing audio, and therefore, obviously, it's hard for me to take a valid stand and be sort of... Um, well, in that having case... Having a re- reputable, uh, so to speak, opinion about that. but Just tell us
0: why you like Mac from your experience of Mac, then.
1: I mean, once... I, I used to... You know, I used to love my PC, right? Yeah, I yeah. used to love it. You have converted me to Mac. Yeah. Uh, but the reason you've done that is just the user experience. That's just as simple as that. It's user experience. That's the only, the only thing that... It is
0: good. It yeah. hardly ever crashes. Although I noticed my Mac is getting slower and slower now. I've had it since I think like 2012, 2011. So I get the spinning yeah. beach ball of death quite a lot. And I do quite a fair amount of video production now on, on that mm. Mac. And I tell you, the number of times I'll drag in high definition video from the DSLR camera and the, the little beach ball will spin around for like a couple of minutes. So I have to go off and do mm. something else while it kind of loads in. And I'm sure it used to be faster so with something like a PC I think it's easier to to optimize it for what you're doing so you can I mean in an ideal world I would have a PC or I'd have a Linux machine that uh, was not connected to the internet that was just solely for audio production. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. And I would have it, you know, with all the hardware I needed plugged in and done. Yes, I admit, like, a PC machine would be a lot harder to set up because you need to get the drivers, you need to make sure everything you works. You
1: have to be technical, Mike. And
0: then you've got Windows 10 or whatever it is now. You yeah, know. and
1: then you have to keep up- updating all the drivers and things. And the security like, updates. Oh, man. It's like, yeah, I but can't Mac has, Mac
0: has security updates too. It's just they're kind of more in the background and less well, in exactly. your face.
1: exactly. It, Mac is for someone who does not want to go into to that technicality someone who likes things done well and have them done, you know, in an easy way. So, like, for me, you know, if I was to sit here for half an hour trying to install Windows, I would tear my hair out. Literally, I would tear my hair out. Yeah, That is not for me. Uh, You know, I I do not want to spend endless amount of time faffing with plugins, drivers, uh, system setup, making sure that, Mm. uh, you know, all the, I don't know, the audio card or graphics card I've purchased is compatible, it's hooked in properly, installed properly. I mean... Honestly, who has time for this?
0: Well, somebody who who takes their audio production seriously and wants to get it right and sounding the best it can do. I think you can do a lot more with a PC as well. I mean, it's more compatible with things, isn't it? Most things are written for PC first because it is still, I believe, the most popular Mm. uh, computing system out there. Still slightly over Macintosh.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, PC, I think, is for someone who genuinely likes to get hands dirty, where Mac to me, so it's like, yeah, Mac to me is to someone who just likes to wear white gloves and just not get any dirt <laughs> on their heads.
0: Have the valet experience That's of right. setting things up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, I mean, what, okay, one of my gripes with uh, with Mac uh, and OS X, OS 10, whatever it is, is that every time they update it to a new one, so I think we've got El Capitan, uh, before that we've had things like Snow Leopard and uh, what um, was the other one? Yosemite. Yosemite. And uh, for me, I've got a Focusrite, uh, Firewire audio interface every time without fail there is an upgrade to the mac os like a a huge one you know that they usually Mm. do every year um something breaks on it or it won't load and then I have to wait like two or three weeks until um, you know Focusrite will say oh yes uh, looks like our our hardware has broken again on the latest Mac system so here's a new thing so you know drivers are not an alien thing to even have on a Mac it's just usually things are more plug and play there but you know when they break they break and usually with a PC if something goes wrong the the first thing a a company like Focusrite or or Yamaha or DBX or whoever it is um, will focus on is Getting the getting it all done for the PC because that's, that's where the use base is. But
1: you know what? You say that, but then you are not using a PC. So what if you are using PC and you had to do it like twice or three times as often, which can be the case. So what I would be interested to hear is uh, your opinion our dear listener.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know,
1: have you perhaps moved one way or another, yeah. Mac to PC or PC to Mac, and why? Uh, what sort of uh, problems did you encounter? What challenges? You know, what, what was the cost? And what the most important question, was it worth it?
0: Exactly, yeah. That, very that's good point. the most
1: important question. Was it worth it? Um, and then, then we could gather gather it from there. I guess I, I wonder, Mike, whether that would be something uh, that might be worth a, a project for you to actually look up how much would it be to put together like a genuinely good PC machine for audio production. For audio production,
0: I think, yeah, definitely. And,
1: and, and then perhaps... Um, yeah, we could we could look into that further and.
0: Like I mentioned, I think I could get together a really really good quality machine for mm. um, just over the three hundred pound mark. So we'll try and do that maybe. Yeah, as I think a, that's a, good a YouTube challenge. video or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a
1: good challenge uh, to to try and do that. I mean, there there are a lot of people who. Quite often, actually, get in touch, uh, be it with music radio creative or uh, through your YouTube channel. Mm. People ask, so what? What actually? What equipment do I need to be a good audio producer to actually genuinely get the best out of what I have? Yeah, and and I'm I'm wondering here whether it comes down to um, whether it comes down to the actual computer or whether it comes down to all of those external uh, devices that that you have and you plug into the machine. All the hardware that goes in there,
0: yeah. Well, I think, you know, we could even go into something like Pro Tools that used to have its own proprietary um, computer that comes with it. So, I mean, you, you had to have... The piece of computing hardware that Pro Tools supplied. Yeah. Now I think it works with PC and possibly Mac as well. Um, so there you go. Yeah, but before in a in a real purist world, we were looking real at Real
1: purist world. Yeah, we were looking at having
0: very uh, you know pure connections. And yes, the the sole purpose of that machine is to process and produce audio. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say having a, a PC or maybe even a Linux machine with some flavor of Linux installed. And uh, obviously, you'd need a, a good audio editor for Linux. And I can't think mm-hmm. of one right now. I wonder whether Audacity works with linux um i I don't know but something like that which has nothing else installed on it apart from the audio editor and any other drivers i think that's going to be your optimum thing because then you haven't got things interfering i mean for instance on on my mac um i've i've often found that i've actually had to buy um a hum or buzz destroyer, um, because for some reason I think it's the USB ports uh, play havoc with my, my Yamaha monitors, studio monitors. So um, before I bought that buzz killer, I was getting all kinds of like static noises and crackles th- through the speakers. So if you had a computer, some kind of computer or machine that was only for audio production. Um, and let 's face it you 're never going to use a Mac only for audio production really you 're going to use it to check your emails to do your productivity to surf the internet. Um, then I would say go with your own dedicated machine unless of course and one thing i i haven 't got the dollars yet together to uh, to try out is the um, the Mac pro is it the mac pro you know the oh, yeah. the one that they I think they mentioned it maybe a year or two ago now. Oh, and, yeah,
1: um, the that, sort of circular, the
0: black cylinder yeah, with, yeah. uh, that, that looks ultimate. But the thing with Mac is yes, you are paying a lot extra. And also you don't really have much control as to what goes inside there. So it's mm, like it has so the same chip, mm. the same memory. Uh, you can actually expand RAM in a Mac. Actually, it's mm. very easy to do. You can just take off the bottom and, and stick in new RAM that you can buy from online very easily. There you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, RAM is a huge thing. Uh, having, having a good, hard disk as well and oh, yeah. um, again with Mac really the
1: fast hard disk, yeah just about how big but how fast the hard drive is
0: exactly and most Macs these days I think still have uh, you know the spinning HDDs which uh, yeah. obviously you can get uh, solid state drives now which are much quicker now, so
1: I am going to just spin it around for one second and say do you know what 20 years ago we had great audio producers who had not even a quarter of the equipment we have today, and they have managed to produce great audio. And actually, Analog, yeah, that's and great. That's right. And do you know what? It's, I think that at the end of the day, it comes down to the skill of the audio producer and not necessarily the equipment they use. I like
0: that, and I agree with you, Isabella. Yep. But we are talking about having the perfect environment for today's world. And I think...
1: Well, How it, is it today's world different? It's like, you know, <laughs> are you having more noise outside? Well, it's like, even... so you're
0: going back 20 years and you're saying, so, you know, the audio producer maybe didn't even have a computer, so they were working on a That's tape right. editor with a blade, or they were working, you know, with a, a, a Behringer voice box or something but you know if the voice box wasn't very good then you wouldn't create a good sound would you if if your tape blade was rusty you're not going to make good edits in the tape are you it's like mm. you've got to have the best equipment for what you're doing I know a, a bad workman always blames his tools right that's a common well, phrase well that's but
1: it I, I genuinely yeah, think yeah you are could,
0: right if you're you, a good audio producer you should be able to make good audio no matter what you're using exactly. you can just make better audio if you have a really good setup. that's my go.
1: thought so we would love to hear what is your opinion and uh, mm. what your experience is and let us know uh, i i'm mike russell that's me
0: and at isabella russell that's her
1: that's me (laughs) and
0: you can find this episode at podcast.musicradiocreative.com forward slash s3e4